Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Unordinary Sisters. My name is Jenny and I'm joined again with my sister Lauren. Yo. Yeah, so today I'll be sharing another theory, our fourth one so far, about the webtoon Unordinary by Uru-chan. We're really starting to roll out the episodes, huh, Lauren? Yeah, we are. We're getting it done. I know, you said I'm a slave driver, it's you, you're like, let's record, let's record, I have another idea. <laughs> I know, I know, the, the idea is it's, it's frightening, you know, I'm just such a smart person, they just keep coming to me. <laughs> you are smart. Imagine wow. if you use this for school. Yeah, right. Or work. <laughs> okay, now, without further ado, my juicy and ordinary question, honestly... Listen up, boys and girls. I encourage y'all to pause the podcast after I state the question. Try to answer it. You know, prove yourselves as a uh, worthy Uno fans while uh, the Jeopardy theme plays in the background of my sister's mind. You know. <laughs> All right, I'll stop stalling. Okay, the question <laughs> is multiple parts, if you will. Uh oh. So you might have to rack your brain. Do for I this get to pa- do I get to pause too or no? No, you have to. You have to immediately state the answer. <laughs> you don't get a pause. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Lauren, can you name the first five students of Wellston to learn of John's ability in chronological order? The first five. Mm -hmm. And emphasis on the students, because we already know John's dad knows and the faculty knows. Right. So, in chronological order. Okay, I mean, I can't name them all. I mean, there's there's Arlo. Yes. And the, the slash and the... Uh, the slash person and the wind person. Ventus and Melee Lauren. <laughs> okay, okay, but okay, that's one, two, three. Yeah, yeah. Um, you actually skipped the first person who knew, but. The first person who mm. knew? Yeah. Eisen? Yeah. Well, okay, I actually put an asterisk here because technically Arlo was going on a whim before Eisen suspected anything, but Eisen was the first to confirm that John had power, so I actually didn't know which of them was first. Okay. And so then, I've got four, though. Yes, yes. Ventus okay. and Melee, I put them together as one person. Oh, because, okay, so there's because, two more? Yeah, and I actually I combine them in my list because they literally have no distinction between the two of them. Like, were you aware that their hair and eye color are mismatched? Like, did you ever notice that? They're no. practically the same person. So I'm just going to interject this Yeah, well, right their here. purpose in the story is to unearth his ability and that's yeah, yeah. so it makes so, sense that they wouldn't be very developed yeah right so but mini theory here i bet ventus and melee are twins or something because the physical characteristics but also the fact that they're like joined at the hip practically okay they have very different um abilities though yeah it's true but we did talk about with layla it's possible that she and her sister have different abilities so sure. all right sorry for interrupting you can continue um <laughs> two uh, more. okay the other two let's see Serafina? Just kidding. She was like the last. The <laughs> very last. <laughs> Number 500. Um, Blake? Was he one of them? Nope. I'll give you one more shot to right. get the last Okay, two. okay. And then we'll move on to whatever your theory is. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. You said you're going to give me a hint. Oh, I was giving you a hint. Um, she's. I don't like her. That, that's your hint. I don't like oh, her. Oh, Elaine. Yes. Yes, because she was there. All right, and the yeah, fifth yeah, yeah. person who knew was Terrence. Okay, so, yes, good job. You get the uh, official unordinary fan license. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> at least I did. <laughs> at least, listen, at least I didn't get that one completely wrong. No, you, you did pretty good. All right. So today I'm going to be diving into the unordinary character Terrence. That was, like, my number five, so that's kind of why I wanted to just... Because mm-hmm. most people forget. Like, I wasn't expecting you to get it. You know, that was part of the question. Like, I wasn't expecting you to say that. I know, so. and you hinted that we were going to talk about Terrence next, and yeah. I still didn't get it. Lame. 
You know, I all, my questions always try to run into my theory. I know. So you know, every time. I should have known, but I didn't. <laughs> okay, so just a quick recap, ladies and gents. This suspicious little brat is a sophomore at Wellston. He's smart, apparently. He excels in his classes. He's a mid-tier whose ability is invisibility. I don't remember his level. I forgot to look, but it's like 2.7 maybe. And I think that's a little generous. And he's a recurring character in the loosest sense of the word. Because, I mean, the guy said, like, what, five words the entire series practically? Even though he's he made his debut in the second episode. And he's made appearances every 50 episodes or so on average. So basically we see this character, like, once a year. <laughs> so in the second episode, is that when they're at the mall? No, 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 that... That is when John... The second episode oh, is when yeah. John's in the school and he's trying to get to the bathroom. Right. And the stone guy is beating up Terrence. Right, right, right. Which people people usually overlook that. I forgot that know. that was Terrence. Yeah. And I wasn't really sure, but, like, when John approaches the stone guy, the Terrence, like, turns around and he goes invisible. Like, you see that in the corner. So, that's kind of cool. Oh. So, but... Ladies and gents, do not let this distract you from the fact that he makes appearances at pretty pivotal moments in the series, if it is rare. Though we don't exactly, quote-unquote, see this character in these scenes. Because he's invisible. Because he's invisible. So we don't see him. (laughs) You ruined it, Lord. (laughs) I know, but I I wonder if you and I are going to, like, argue about if there's only one person that we know of that can be invisible. Because, okay... Just to fill you in, guys, Lauren and I kind of disagree about whether this is Terrence or not, but I'm going to try and convince her because I kind of gathered some evidence and I kind of want to come to a conclusion that makes sense, but I'm not always very good at that, so we'll see. (laughs) So that begins my theory for this episode. All right. I believe Terrence was present at the Ability Gager during Sarah and John's visit, as well as the trio's visit in Tovaro Mall. And by trio, I'm going to say trio a few times. I'm talking about Remy, Eisen, and Blake. I don't know what else to call them. Like, the red, orange, pink <laughs> the squad. The three musketeers. The three musketeers. Yeah, we're going to call them that. <laughs> and we also know that Terrence was the writer of the smoke bomb incident. And as a cautionary side note, people, Terrence is fully aware of John's ability and the only character that's been able to keep it under wraps without letting John know that he's aware. Only person. So... How do we know that he knows? Um, the first time we see him, it's in like episode 59 or something like that. He actually, I think I talk about it eventually, but you know, we, we see him in episode two. He doesn't show up for another 50 episodes and he shows up after the fight between Arlo and John. And he's in the hallway eavesdropping on Elena. Oh yeah. He's like around the corner though, Yeah, yeah. but he's not invisible. He turns invisible. Okay, okay. Yeah, he is invisible at some point. There. Okay, okay, right. <laughs> and, okay. and then, yeah, I remember you know, that. just to make sure, like, we know he knows, he makes a voice recording and gives it to Cecile. And that's how Cecile knew that John was Joker. Okay. That's, that's how she knew. You know, she's sneaky like that. So is Terrence. Journalist. Sneaky. So sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, so in episode 10, I'm going to talk about the dampeners first. In episode 10, there is an invisible entity as this person has since been coined, who follows Serafina and John back to John's place after a trip to Tovaro Mall. Mm-hmm. This occurs after Serafina acquires her teddy bear prize with a chip in it, which is targeting high tiers, which are 5.0 and up. His ability, invisibility, matches Terrence's as well. And just 
I kind of take this with a grain of salt, but his height in comparison to John's is also on point because he's a few sh- inches shorter than him. And we know that but, from when he throws the shirt? Yes, okay. exactly, yeah. So, like I said, grain the of salt shirt. and... <laughs> Lame. It's lame. It's lame. That was actually like fantastic. I love that. Okay. In episode 49, I believe we encounter this same character. This is the episode that details the attack on the trio, the three musketeers, where the useless ability gauger tries to tag another high tier, as he did with Serafina. Right. Because they know that he was doing that because. Remy has the lightning ability, so she can sense electricity. So she sensed the electricity in the bear. Yeah. And so she, also, she knows where she got that from. So the three musketeers are already suspicious yeah. of this whole and situation. And not just that, she also recognized it. Because she had talked to Serafina earlier about the bear. She's like, I've seen this before. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. Um, Okay, we had to pause there for a second because we were just so rudely interrupted. Rude! Rude! I don't know if you can tell. You might be able to tell that we stopped it, but... Okay, so back to it, guys. The ability gauger, he attacks Serafina. I mean, not Serafina. Serafina and Remy. And Remy noticed it. Remy picked up on it. And here we see more of Terrence's supposed skill set here. If it's Terrence. If it's Terrence. Which is an interesting detail I'll analyze in a second because he was able to make the ability gauger invisible with himself. But I'm going to get more into that later. Mm-hmm. So here, Uruchan also provides us with another small yet important detail when Remy electrifies the bike and the perpetrators. The invisible man has... Well, do you want to, before, before you continue, huh? do you want to just give us the reminder of what happened here? Right? So three of them that are at the mall. Right, right. They see the ability gauger. This is the stink bomb thing. Yes. Okay. Just bomb. just go over that real quick so I can remember. Um, so this is when Eisen and Blight convinced Remy to get her ability gauged. Mm-hmm. And he he's like, you're so gifted, miss. You got 5.0, so here's your teddy bear. And I Remy kind of both recognize the bear Mm -hmm. and she also used her passive elect you know electric current sensing or whatever to detect the tracker excuse me so Mm -hmm. and then she pulled it out of the bear and that's when everything just blew up you know so Mm -hmm. so then they go running right they go they go running after Terrence, Terrence, quote well, unquote, Terrence. The, the, ga- the ability gauger. <laughs> and the ability gauger. They don't know there's anyone invisible there yet, or do they? They do. They, they do. They know there's two people. Okay. I think Eisen can see him. Oh yeah, she should be able. To. Yeah, yeah. Eisen can see the two people. Yeah. Okay, okay. So there's two people, and they go running off. And after they go running off, back to what you're saying. That's when she electrifies the the, the bike. motorcycle. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I kind of just skipped there, but. You can run, but you can't hide. (laughs) Okay. I just wanted to overview, just in case there's anybody who didn't memorize the whole entire series like you. Sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. So, um, the invisible man, Remy electrocutes the bike. Two people were on the bike. They become uninvisible. They become visible. And one of them is the ability gauger. He's on the ground. He's like passed out or whatever. And the Mm -hmm. other one is... The invisible entity. He has a helmet on mm-hmm. to cover his hair. 
to cover his head, but also his hair, you know, mm-hmm. because... Well, it's primarily to cover his head is yes, the purpose but, of helmets. Okay, but when you think about it, the color of your hair in a Norner is basically your fingerprints in the real world, so it's like, yeah. you know, it's a very telling feature of yourself. Yeah, it was convenient that he had a helmet on. It was... That they were was, able, while they were running, was, to throw that helmet on. It was very, very convenient. I'm just gonna put that out there, you know. Um, right. That's, okay. And that's all in bold and asked in you know italics and underlined. It was but very convenient. Okay. <laughs> so about so about invisibility. At some point in the webtoon, we learn that the ability level, your number, your gauge, whatever, is actually related to how long you could stay invisible. Right? Because they're talking about Terrence later, and they're like, he's a two. He yeah, can maybe be fifteen. Exactly. Minutes. Wait, so the length of time would be impressive. Being able to project it onto somebody else would be also very impressive. And so I is just, this where you're going to tell me why it could be a 2.7 or whatever, 2 no, point no, no. something? I wanted to say something else, actually, because you, you just brought up a good point. But also, the fact that he was able to stay conscious when the ability gauger could not is interesting. Because the ability gauger, I think, was like a 2.0. He says it to the lady. Remember, she's, like, raging about getting her money back. And he's like, Miss, I'm only a two-point-something. And then it gets... She interrupts him. So it's... He's a two-point-something, too. And Terrence is a two-point-seven, maybe two-point-four. But he was able to stay conscious when the ability gauger got knocked out, when they got electrified. Like, something else you could think about. You know, more hmm. food for thought. That's yeah, interesting, Yeah, I never would have thought about that. Yeah. But what I was getting at here was the invisible man with the helmet has a speech bubble reading UG in a tan color, matching that of Terrence's hair and his own speech bubbles. So consider that hair color, like I said, the in the unordinary world is practically the equivalent of fingerprints in our world. Right, and not, it's the same color as your bubble. <laughs> exactly. Not to mention, this is also unusual in that it is not the typical gray color of characters not of import. So mm. in the helmet, man... The helmet just pisses me off. I don't understand that. Yeah, why wear a it's helmet like, when you're on a motorcycle? It's like <laughs> it's like you were just screaming at us that this is an important character. And on top of that, okay, he's about 2.4. We just looked it up. <laughs> and on top of that, if you are still not convinced, Terrence has been confirmed as the writer for the detailed, flawless account of the smoke bomb incident that caught Remy's eye when she read it, making her think to herself, that it was almost as if the writer was there on the sidelines. The story was so on point. So, conclusion number one, Terrence is connected to the dampeners because we know he's connected to the ability gauger and we know that they're, they're after the high tiers and they have dampeners at their disposal. So, I'm just making that connection there. I think Terrence is the person that's doing that. So, because he, I mean, he had, okay, he could have been there and been invisible and not been that invisible person. Couldn't he have? No. Okay, fine. No. He could that have just that been is at the illegal. Mall. He could have just I'm been just, at the mall. I'm just kidding. So what? He was just... What was he doing? He was just... You just know. creeping like Terrence always creeps. He's such a creeper. That's like his thing. Which I would do if I was invisible. If I had invisibility. Like, don't get me wrong. That's like your job. Oh my god. But... Creeper. No. Okay, so the most compelling evidence that you just gave me is the speech bubble color. For sure. That's the most compelling evidence that it is, in fact, Terrence. I know. Exactly. But you did bring up a good point with how 
his ability doesn't his ability level doesn't really seem to match that as someone who's able to one stay invisible for so long and two be able to project that onto others. The so projection I, thing seems serious. Wonky, yeah. I mean that's a that's like a whole nother level, right? That's like it's adding literally something. it's literally a whole nother yeah, level. Yeah, I mean that's adding something to your ability, right? That's that's not just to use Blake as an example. That's not Blake going from three fingers to five. That's Blake adding the push away energy burst thing then, right this yes. is another another type another iteration mm. of his and ability exactly i'm just gonna segue into that because... so but if it is terrence which now because of the i can't get around the speech bubble thing if it is him then he's not a basically he's not a 2.4 no he, he couldn't be you know what you know what ladies and gentlemen i think terrence pulled a john I think he's pretending to be a mid-tier when he's actually a little bit higher than that. I think he's an elite tier. Yes, or... because, okay, so the ability gauger, the whole point that he's there is to track high tiers, right? Yes. Like Serafina. Yes. So the so people used uh, dampeners or whatever they did to Serafina, completely took it, or at least dampened it. Mm-hmm. We know they have at least the ability to dampen because they used it while they were kidnapping her, right? Because yeah. they dampened Arlo and then correspondingly john or whatever right yeah so you're right so he's connected to the dampeners for sure if it's terrence if the invisible person is terrence he's for sure connected to the dampeners now what if he's connected what if he boosted himself what if he's not hiding per se what if he's using the boosters to boost his 2.4 and that's why he's able to yeah a stay invisible for a long time and b project it i think so and i think another question is is it permanent and I would argue it's not. I don't think, I honestly don't think, I said, I gotta backpedal here. I said, he's pretending to be an elite tier. I mean, he's he's pretending to be a mid-tier when he's elite tier, but I don't think that's the case. I think he is a mid-tier at the moment. I think the amplifiers are only temporary mm-hmm. because, and here's a little bit of evidence to back that up. It's almost like an addiction that we've seen. Um, when Remy is a superhero, mm-hmm. she goes after Vulcan. Right. And we see, I forgot what her name was. I should have looked it up because I wasn't planning on talking about this, but. Well, she's she, like, she's like jonesing for it. Yes. She's yeah. like, she's like, I just need another hit, bro. Like, that's what yeah, she's trying yeah, to yeah. do. She wants her fix. Right. So that makes me think that it's not a permanent thing that you need continue, like a continuous supply of it. And right. that would be a very, very good tactic by. Vulcan and Ember to have to need these people I mean to have to have temporary amplifiers instead of permanent ones you know it just keeps them in check more right well the, the corresponding question there then is are dampeners permanent or not because if they're temporary then Serafina should be wearing off exactly yeah okay that's one theory that he could he's clearly connect he's if he's the invisible person Terrence is connected to the dampeners yes Hundred percent. If if that right. is him, he's yes. connected to yes. Dampeners. There's, there's really a, there's no. Yeah. I, I don't think. I mean, and hey guys, we're gonna give you our social in a second. Feel free to like mm-hmm. argue with us if you have some evidence. Yeah, but of course, anything. Um, <laughs> but as far as the he does he doesn't have to be amplified, temporary or otherwise. He could have just been practicing so much, being invisible so much. Because think about it. He doesn't have to be fighting anybody to be working on his ability. So you're saying he kind of pulled a Blake. Like, he's right. just practicing that much? Right. So he could have boosted not his not his potential, right, but his mastery. Okay. Okay. Then why would he hide it then? Why would his records not al- align with that? And I don't know. How often are they checked? 
I don't know. That's I mean, John hasn't been checked in a while. I don't think John's. John hasn't been checked in a while. Since Boston, maybe. And who's who's checking? Mm-hmm. Are these people that are like, are they always ability gaugers? Where their ability is to gauge, mm-hmm. right? Well, I I think there's no question that Terrence is hiding something. Like we said, he's a suspicious little brat. I think. He's snooping around. He's invisible. He's keeping mm-hmm. secrets. He's obviously keeping secrets. Yes. He's staying on the down low. Yes. So I think he is hiding it. I think he is hiding his ability because I don't think he would be acting the way he was. If yeah, he was. I think he. I think if you're if you're invisible, I mean, stay with me here. Blake has to go fake being a superhero or go actually be a superhero. Go hide <laughs> it. Go be super to fight and to learn, mm-hmm. right? Or they have to fight each other, right? Yeah, Remy exactly. says it. You haven't practiced with us in a while or whatever, yeah. right? Terrence could just. Be chilling, just invisible, just working on it, just all the time. That's it. That, that's how he does it. I mean, that's, you, that's you know, it wouldn't be very. Hard. He doesn't have to hurt anybody to work on his ability. Is my mm-hmm. point. Exactly. So he might just be low key in the fours or okay. something. You're right. And I did not have much to back this up, but after the conversation with Eyes and Seraphine and Arlo, I am pretty much convinced that he's connected to both the amplifiers and the dampeners which i know it's possible that these are two different people because the abilities vary slightly but i think it is possible that terrence used an amplifier in the moment possibly when he realized the trio was on to the ability gauger and i think that is why he was more capable of evading them i don't think he would have been able to do it as a 2.4 so this theory could open up into a bazillion different ways Mm -hmm. i mean because it begs the question if Terrence is connected to both of these drugs, then what is that tie between the amplifiers and the dampeners? It's been nagging at all of us. Iruchan's been hinting at it. There is a connection between the amplifiers and the dampeners, and they're having they're struggling, our characters are, to figure out what that is. Right, and the and, further question is, is it related to auras? Yeah, right? exactly. Because John is clearly able to amplify. Yeah. So I'm very eager for Seraphine and Arlo to confront him because I think it's going to open up a lot more about Ember who we know has the amplifiers because Vulcan was distributing them on the streets, and also the mystery organization that is wreaking havoc with the dampeners. So, and it's odd because there are Right, we're assuming they're they're dampening the superheroes before they're killing them. Yes. Ooh, you think so? I don't know, are we? I don't know. I think or are they just amplifying I know, themselves? I know with certainty they're using amplifiers. I'm like almost 100% sure Vulcan's using an amplifier. I don't think she was naturally like that. I think... Well, she obviously has access to them. Yeah, yeah, obviously. So, why not, right? Why not amplify your power to have an advantage over And she's the part of Ember, for sure. Yes, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Well, because it's like the marks, you know, she she has Embers, and there's, you know, Embers, and it's Ember, you know? Sure. <laughs> that sounded really intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean... See, but that, that would connect... I... Early on, I assumed Ember, when I learned about the dampeners, that Ember was using dampeners and that's how they were killing the superheroes. That's what I thought. How do you get, how do you even get to Seraphina type levels, God type tiers, without that? Yeah. I mean, you could amplify yourself, but imagine if you could dampen them and amplify you. I know. Right? Yeah. I think Eisen proposed that. He was like, dude, if you're right about Terrence, that means he has access to amplifiers or, and or dampeners, like... That's a problem, and he's the only one who really thought that this was a problem. Like Arlo and Stephanie are like, we're just gonna go ask him. You know, we're gonna we're gonna pull another John. You know, we're just gonna screw. I know up Eisen, him. he's goofy, but like low key, he's pretty smart. He's observant. He's observant. He's observing he's things, and he's doing his research, and he's connecting dots. 
Yeah. But Terrence is doing that too. We just don't know what he's doing because we haven't seen a lot of him. Which is scary. But he's yeah. lurking. He's definitely lurking. He's, he's a lurker. He's <laughs> a creeper. He's a lurker. So, yeah, like, like we just talked about, there's different targets, there's different methods, and there's different attackers, you know, between the different tiers. I mean, mid tiers are attacking high tiers, and then the high tiers are attacking high tiers with the amplifiers. Mm-hmm. And the high tiers are. Um, What's the word? Employing mid-tiers, or whatever you want to call it. So, what is the common element? And I think that question can only be answered with information from Terrence. So, that's my theory for today. And, one more thing I wanted to talk about. So, we talked about the other day how most abilities, when they're mid-tiers, are, like, offensive, right? Like, give me give me an example. Clobber, <laughs> uh, super punch. Super pound, <laughs> pounding. <laughs> Kicking slicing claw and arachnid just okay arachnid was actually badass though i would not mind having i arachnid. would i would call that offensive though <laughs> yeah i mean sure. that's an attack yeah. that's i'm not gonna defend myself into uh, turning into a spider 100 percent. so that's why i like terrence's ability because he masters the art of evasion which is interesting because there is no offensive ability you can use to take on a high tier. There's no super clobber if you're a 2.7. There's no chance you're going to take on Seraphina, Mm-mm. you know, or any high tier. Yeah. And I'm not saying Terrence can take on Seraphina, not without help, you know, as help well, being a personal right now. But yeah, true. But um, he's able to evade them. And I like that. That's what I like about his ability. Like, if I had to be a mid-tier, I'd probably want to have invisibility. Because then you don't really... You can evade pretty much any elite tier, right? I mean, you don't have to fight. You know, you can get out unscathed, which people with, like, well, clobber the, couldn't say the same. No, no, no. You know? And the cool thing is you could, if you if he is that person, you can project on somebody else, you can save someone else, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like... Like what honestly, I was talking about when we did, when we did the um, podcast about abilities, where... Uh, I said, you know, I want to do healing because, I mean, maybe I can heal myself, heal others, right? You can do that. You know, you can can save somebody else. If you're Arlo, you can save people, Mm -hmm. right? If you're Elaine, you can save people. If you're Terrence, you could save somebody. You could make them invisible and get them out of there like you did with the ability gauger, if it is him. Exactly, yeah. What if it's someone related to Terrence? No way. We wouldn't go that far because we don't know enough about Terrence to talk about someone related to him. What if it's his brother? We talked about it. I don't know. What if we, it's his dad? We, we did talk about it. I don't know. The only the only familial thing that I'm convinced of, you know, that's still like a big question mark is the connection between Arlo and Vulcan. Because I think Vulcan is Arlo's aunt. That's yeah, but it looks that way. You're that, you're only ready for that talk yet. <laughs> that's not um that's not my biggest familiar. My biggest familial question is William Doe. Okay. Good or, point. Or John's okay. mom. Who made him? Who okay. made John? Touche. Touche. Yes, definitely. And I don't know. That was actually a good point. I might bring that up on our next theory, honestly. William Doe. Maybe. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. We got to take some time off because I'm going out of town. But. Yeah. You know, we're, we're such busy people. Okay. <laughs> That's why so, we've got a little backlog of these yeah, things. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not... I understand... Ladies and gents, just letting you know... Lauren is not nearly as stoked about seeing Terrence as I am. I am so excited. She's to been see stoked him. for months or I mean, years or years, literally yeah. years. Because I've known since I saw that freaking speech bubble. I said, "Oh, I was like, wow, it's him. We're gonna see. He's gonna be confronted by all these high tiers. Because do you realize how many high tiers he's pissed off? He's pissed off the Three Musketeers. He's pissed off Serafina, 
and John. He's pissed off John, people. Like, there's no coming back. It doesn't take anything to piss John off. (laughs) Honestly, no, it doesn't. It doesn't take a thing. I don't even think. I was going to say you could look at him funny. No, he could probably get mad if you wouldn't look at him, too. You just can't. Just anything. (laughs) Wow. You upset? You, he has, you okay? He has anger issues. He bothers me. I think you have anger issues. Get your ish together, dude. <laughs> Calm. Okay. Hakuna, okay. your tatas. Okay, honestly, that's a good point. We should probably do a podcast where we just talk about John and his actions. Yeah. Just literally just about that. We can go on forever about that. You know, ethics all right. well, and all that's that. That's a different time. Let's sign off here. Tell them, our, tell yeah. them how to contact you and uh, complain. And, no, yeah, yeah. Everyone, give us your Give us your theories, about, people. Complain about me, please. Okay. Uh, my Gmail is anoronarysisterspodcast at gmail.com. You can send in questions, comments, concerns, other theories that you want us to check up on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll give you a shout out. If you got a good theory and we decide to talk on it, just let me know. And Yeah, let yeah. us know if we can. Usually. Yeah, I love that because, I mean, we're not really out of theories yet. We still have a lot oh, to no. do, like a ton to do. But I'm always, I always have open ears. So. Well, yeah, and let us know if we missed some evidence or, you know. Yeah, if there's more to it. Um, our Twitter handle is at onornary s i s t one onornary sist one. We're probably gonna change that eventually, but for now. And then um, our Instagram is is onornary uh, sisters podcast. So, anyways, reach out, guys. Don't be afraid. We love to hear from you. And good day. Bye.